Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with hosts Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, and Carl Palachek. Produced by Kernan Consulting and for the international MSB community, we are dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Hey, be sure to join us in Newport Beach, sunny Newport Beach, California on December 7th and 8th. That's the upcoming Mastermind Live Roadshow for Q4. So uh, if you're interested in growing your business, learning more about sales, learning more about marketing, learning more about culture, leadership, uh, EOS, mergers, acquisitions, we've got some great speakers lined up for you. Uh, and you'll also hear one of the most important parts is we have several very successful MSPs from all around North America that come and present at these and they talk about what's working for them, what's working and what's not working. And it's a great learning environment uh, on that first day on the 7th. And then we've got also great speakers lined up like myself, one of my favorite speakers. Uh, I'll be talking about sales process. We've got a marketing workshop from uh, Charlene Ignacio. Uh, and then we've got EOS, we've got leadership, we've got great things lined up. So, hey, be sure to sign up. And one important part, if you want the early bird discount, you need to sign up before the middle of November and use the coupon code early bird and you'll get a $200 discount. The, the, the fee is only $99. So uh, we're also arranging some fun activities. The, the $99 early bird fee does include uh, breakfast and lunch on both Thursday and Friday. Typically, there's group activities in the evening, and we're looking into a harbor cruise on that Thursday. So it's going to be a great event. I hope to see everybody there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SMB Community Podcast. This is James Kernan live with Kernan Consulting, and I am here with my good friend and industry veteran, Chip Reeves of Bigger Brains. Uh, hey, Chip, how's it going today? Hey, James, I'm doing great. Uh, glad to be here. Yep, you bet. Thanks Thanks for being on. I've been a, a raving fan. I've, I've known you for a long time, and uh, <laughs> our uh, careers have kind of overlapped in a couple different mm -hmm. areas. But before I dive into what you're doing now with Bigger Brains, the training company, which big fan of, let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, we won't tell the audience how far in time, <laughs> but I'm probably older than you. So uh, we we're neck and neck. <laughs> But uh, so what what tell me about the beginnings of your career and uh, and and how you got to the point where you're at now? <laughs> well, I mean, the very beginning of my IT channel career was uh, I was selling TVs at Kmart, uh, which used to be a store that existed. Uh, and uh, there was another fellow that was working in the same department with me who started fixing people's computers. And I was this is when I was in college. This is back in the late 80s. And uh, he was fixing computers and he was charging people $25 an hour, which was an unbelievable amount of money. I couldn't fathom having so much money. And uh, <laughs> so I, I thought, I, I got to learn me how to do that. And so, you know, fast forward a couple of jobs later, I started my uh, started my VAR uh, back in the uh, let's see, 1991, 1992, that time frame. Built that up for a number of years. Um, Joined forces with a couple in Australia in 99, um, and we started a franchise called Computer Troubleshooters, basically to help other people start their own computer service businesses. So we grew that for a number of years. At our peak, we had about 480 locations across 33 countries, which was a lot of fun. We had a lot of really great people involved with the Computer Troubleshooters days. That's back when I met you. 
yeah. and uh, did that for a number of years. Had some investors come in in 2006. My original partners retired around then, uh, and uh, you know we're, we're looking at yeah you know, when you're a franchisor, your job is basically helping all your franchisees be successful, right? And so my job was pretty much 24-7 thinking about the business model and vendor relationships and pricing structures and, you know, solution stack and, and all this sort of thing. And we were doing a lot of research into um, what else we could offer, right? This is back in the in the 2011 timeframe. And, you know, we had the uh, you know, antivirus was a big thing back then. We had antivirus solutions. We had data backup solutions. We had some cloud solutions. You know, we had all these all these pieces. We had RMM. We had PSA. Uh, and and we we're basically looking at what else do we need? What else do our customers need that we don't currently offer? And one of the things that bubbled up in our research was uh, training, that we really didn't have uh, a good option for training. There were some locations that like did training, either like one-on-one -on -one kind of tutoring, and some of us had experimented with like, uh, you know, classroom training and that sort of thing back then. Yeah, but that was about the extent of it, and there was no standard for it. And so I I came to my investors at the time and said, hey, I think we ought to start a uh, an online training service. We had started doing online training internally to help train all of these 480 folks on how to run their MSP businesses. We were managed services at that point. So real quick at that time frame, I, I loved the forward thinking that you had. W like what types of classes did you think were needed at that time? Well, I, we were starting from what we knew that customers had asked us for, which was mostly two things, uh, maybe three things. It was QuickBooks training. Um, it was Excel training um, and a little bit of email training. That was the, the request that we were seeing. And we weren't seeing like, you know, off the phone, off the, off the hook kind of request. Like it wasn't something that was an everyday sort of request, but we, we were definitely seeing a consistent theme of customers who were asking for help, basically using their technology, right? So they've got QuickBooks. How do we do stuff with it? Right. Somebody's got to teach them how to do it. And this was also kind of in the era, you know, you and I are, are old enough to remember barely uh, when software came with a manual. Um, and that was, that was a thing for a long time. And then there was a period when that kind of died out. And there was this kind of transition, kind of two assumptions come in, right? Number one is that the software is going to be easier to use. And so you can figure it out for yourself. And then the second one is that you're going to, uh, you know, train yourself with whatever help files and knowledge base and websites and that sort of thing, you know, come along. And, and, and that works. I mean, in general, it works. But what we find is that a lot of people kind of get just enough knowledge to do what they have to do. And that's about it. You know, like one of my favorite stories is um, back in my original computer service business, I had an engineering client and they the the, the, uh, the office was mostly engineers and architects. Right. So it's all these like really super smart scientist guys creating these you know detailed plans. They did uh, concrete structures. So they were you know making parking decks and stuff like that. Yeah. And they had one office manager. Her name was Jennifer. And it was her job to basically do all of the correspondence with the customers, right? So the engineers would put together a proposal. Here's all the stuff we need. Here's how many tons of concrete and rebar and whatever else. And here's the designs. And Jennifer would type it up into a proposal, send it out to uh, the customer. And they would sign off on it. And then, you know, things would start. Well, Jennifer was on vacation. And they called me in because... They knew that she had just sent out a proposal the week before, and there was some changes they had to make to it. And she had done it in Excel. They knew that she had done it in Excel. 
and they yeah. couldn't find the original file. So they were looking all over, couldn't find it. They asked me if I would come out. And I think at the time I was like 150 an hour. And I was like, if you want to pay me 150 an hour to come out and look for a file, sure, I'll come out and look for a file. So okay. I come out and I look around and come to find out there was only one spreadsheet. Jennifer had one quote spreadsheet. And every time mm -hmm. she had to create a new quote, she just typed over the one she had before. So there was no you know, backlog. There was no history of, of quotes to go back to. All they had was this one. Okay. And they said, well, okay, well, you know, we don't really know Excel. Can you type up this quote for you? We'll, we'll give you the information to put in. And I said, sure, I can do that. And I start typing in the lines, you know, line one, line two, line three. And I noticed the total at the bottom of the spreadsheet's not changing. The grand total's not changing at all. And, you know, I click on the cell and it's just a number. And I look and next to her keyboard, there's a calculator, one of those big desktop calculators. So I talked to Jennifer when she got back from vacation. She did not know that Excel could add things up for you. She thought that Excel had all these nice rows and columns. It was great for laying stuff out. Mm -hmm. And so she would type in all the items and then she would add them up on her calculator and put the total there in Excel. So it's kind of a great example of here's somebody who's doing her job and, and she's doing it well. Nobody has any complaints, but she's missing so much knowledge about how the software actually works. And she's really working so much harder than she needs to. So I, we saw an opportunity with any kind of situation like that, whether it's Excel, QuickBooks, Outlook for email, you know, Word for documents, those sorts of things. And then we got into a little bit of business skills later. Okay. All right. That's amazing. That's amazing. So fast forward, you guys ended up ultimately open. So when when exactly did you open up uh, Bigger Brains? What what year was this? The 2012. We started R&D beginning of 2012 and then launched the end of 2012. Okay, so over a decade, you guys have been rolling. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, you do a lot more than Microsoft Excel or Microsoft Word or QuickBooks classes. I, I saw your your course curriculum. It's fantastic. And you've, you've got such a, a depth now. But so tell us, give us kind of a, a brief update of, of like what's available now um, and, and what's hot. Like what trends are you seeing? Yeah, it, it depends a lot on the audience. Um, but definitely, you know, we, we have everything in the Microsoft ecosystem from an end user perspective. So that's one of the big misconceptions we get a lot is people come to us looking for like either software development training, like they want to learn Python or something, or for administration training. And we don't have a lot of administration training. We're very end user focused. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah, and, and, and we try to look for, you know, our platform is fundamentally designed for MSPs to offer to their SMB customers. So we think a lot about what else do SMB customers need? And some of that is, you know, filling in the gaps with Microsoft and, and to a lesser extent, Google and other products, QuickBooks, things like that. Um, but then also looking at what's popular in the corporate world, because around about 2014, the corporate world found us and I really liked our Microsoft content. So today we also sell a good bit into large corporate training providers. Um, but we look at the kind of topics that are popular there. And what I've always found is that there's a lot of those that can be brought down to the SMB side to be you know, more productive or to help SMBs be more competitive. Things like time management, things like email management. Uh, one of the big things, obviously, over the last year has been ChatGPT. Uh, we launched our ChatGPT course in, I want to say, July. And it's been a huge seller for us the last couple of months. Uh, I say a huge seller. We don't necessarily sell courses separately, but when we look at the usage on the platform, the chat GPT course is huge. And also some of the business communication courses. Um, we're finding that uh, what's interesting is there's a lot of businesses 
that have younger employees now, say 20 somethings, you know, Gen Z. And there's kind of an expectation that because this new generation grew up with technology, right? They've had, you know, Instagram since they were two or whatever, um, that they're literate, you know, that they, that they already know how to use all the things. And what we find is that actually for that reason, a lot of that sort of uh, technological literacy training has been skipped for that generation. And so they have a lot of questions. They don't know when should they send a chat? When should they send an email? You know, how do you uh, keep somebody from messaging you after hours? You know, what's appropriate to put in a business email and what's not, you know, things like that. And so we've, we've been building a series of business communication courses kind of around those topics. So ballpark, ballpark, not to put you on the spot, but approximately how many classes do you have available now? I think it's around 237. Um, okay. It actually was 245, and then we retired all of our office 2013s, so uh, it came down a little bit. But it's somewhere in the high 230s. That's about 4,500 training videos, uh, but about 235, 237-ish uh, actual courses. And then the courses itself, is it just one class, or do you go in and take a series of classes to get through the entire course? Well, the interesting thing is we spent a lot of time in 2012, because I'll tell you, I was really bad at this at first, especially in the computer troubleshooters days. My expectation was if somebody wanted to learn QuickBooks, I was going to basically film a webinar of me teaching QuickBooks or somebody teaching QuickBooks, not necessarily me. Uh, and it might take an hour and a half or whatever to, to go through all the basics. So I would, the end result would be an hour and a half long video, and that would be a course. Um, turns out people hate that. Uh, turns out people don't want to sit through an hour and a half uh, video um, training. Ones, right? Yeah. 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 So the, the our rule today, and it's changed over the years, but our rule today is generally around five minutes per video. So uh, a typical wow. course like uh, Excel Advanced is going to yeah. have somewhere around 30 videos. They're all going to be about five minutes each, but it makes it a lot easier to, um, number one, kind of move through in a more granular format. So if you're looking for a particular topic, you can do a search and just zero in on that topic. But also people feel more of a sense of accomplishment. You know, if you get halfway through an hour long video, you've still got, you know, half a video to look at. But if you complete 15 out of 30 videos, then you've got 15 that are checked off that you can kind of feel good about. So you, you said something a little while ago that's interesting to me that, that some of your MSP clients are, are reselling this to their end user customers, right? That, mm -hmm. That's one big market that you've got. And then some corporate uh, training partners as well. I get that. Elaborate a little bit more on how that, how the, maybe how some of your high performing MSPs, for example, resell this to their customer. Do they just target like cybersecurity training or do they offer the whole suite and what kind of margins? Just kind of a couple of quick examples. Yeah, there's a couple of things that we've learned. Um, one is it's better to be specific. You know, it's kind of like the, the example I keep giving my staff is it's like if you opened a restaurant and the sign outside said food, right? It, it's it's technically true, but it's not interestingly, it's not interesting enough for anybody to come inside, right? right. Whereas on the MSP side, if we say training, same thing, it's technically true, but it's not that interesting. But if we focus on a specific if we focus on, you know, learning chat GPT for business, if we focus on uh, cleaning out your inbox, if we focus on, uh, you know, cybersecurity, staying safe online, 
those kind of specific examples help people kind of trigger in their head, okay, well, that is something I'd like to be better at. And, and then they're kind of jump in. Now with the MSP program, they get all the courses, but you're going to be a lot more effective if you promote specific ones, because again, it kind of triggers that, do I want, do I want that yes or no decision inside the brain? The other piece of it though, is um, we find it's really helpful to, to talk about building your own training because that's something that, that exists in our platform and both MSPs and their business customers are very interested in building their own training. You know, there's always going to be topics that are specific to a business, right? How to use their time clock app, you know, how to sell their product, you know, how their HR system works, you know, wh whatever it is. And so we try to provide a really easy way for them to build that sort of training. And in those cases, even though they're still getting all of our courses, that's almost like icing on the cake. The cake is we're going to have this great platform where we can deliver that kind of training to our employees. We can track yeah. it. We can run reports. They get certificates, all that sort of thing. Okay. All right. Fantastic. So again, I'm a big fan. I, I love the forward thinking. And, and we talk a lot on this program about how you as a business owner can make your business stand out, right? Mm -hmm. You want to sell more stuff. You want to attract new clients. You want to provide more value and be stickier with your current customers. I love the idea of partnering with a firm like yours that offer high-end training. Uh, you're not a fly-by-night shop. I've, I've seen the trainings are really, really good. And instead of having your engineers try to put together some type of training, uh, I love the idea of just reselling what you guys already have as a value add to, to their customers. So, um, and then, and then, you know, as they learn more about it, they can customize their own training. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're here for. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So anything new and exciting, anything, um, uh, what, what's like the most popular class now, or do you have a real popular one that you're working on that's coming out soon? It, it's really interesting because it, it's it's almost like there's trends, you know, it, it changes every month and every quarter. And sometimes it surprises me. Um, right now it's Excel beginner, uh, which is surprising only because it's usually Excel advanced is a lot more than beginner, but for whatever reason, right now, Excel beginner is a big thing. Uh, the chat GPT I, I mentioned is is always a big one. Um, and um, all the the time management courses, they're they're always big sellers. People are always trying to get more hours out of the day. And while you can't do that, you can do better with the hours that you have. And so those are always popular. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, kudos to you for, um, you know, I've worked long and hard on on the trainings and presentations that I've done. I think I've got a library of 60 and was proud of that. You guys, uh, you know, 5X me with uh, with yours. And the other thing I enjoy about what you do, Chip, is you don't have one trainer teach 500 classes. You've got uh, multi different trainers, you know, and they're, they're all very good. Uh, I like how it's very diverse. Uh, and you've got different trainers teaching different things and in your video library. So that's awesome. So oh, how, can people, how can people get a hold of you to, you know, maybe do a demo or or to reach out and, and find out more, do you just go to the website or who, who should they reach out to? And the easiest way for the MSP program is to visit our special uh, MSP website, biggermsp.com. Uh, but people okay. can always reach out to me anytime. I'm uh, chip at bigger-brains.com and I'm always happy to talk to folks, set up a demo, whatever helps. Okay, all right. Well, I'll drop, uh, I'll drop that information out in the show notes up on the website. So. Uh, if you've got more questions for us or you want to hear more things like this, just reach out to us on SMB Community Podcast 
kernanconsulting.com or just email me at james at kernanconsulting.com. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback. Hey, Chip, thanks for being on today. Uh, it's great to see you again, and we will see you soon.